Hey, good people. Welcome to the latest episode of the Atlanta Entrepreneur's Legal Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Ann Taylor, and I'm the owner of the law office of Stacey Ann Taylor, LLC in Atlanta, Georgia. My law firm specializes in various business law services, including trademark registration, copyright registration, contract negotiation and drafting, and franchise law. My good people, today is Thursday, March 25th, and it is 7.27 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time here on the East Coast. I just want to welcome you all to this week's episode of the podcast, and uh, I have just been so, uh, just so encouraged and uh, so impressed by the growing number of listeners of this podcast. Uh, as you can imagine, I have listeners beyond the Metro Atlanta area. Uh, I'm very appreciative of the ones that I have here, of course, but I have listeners in a number of other states who have subscribed to this podcast. And I even have a few listeners outside the country. Um, and so I am very grateful to each and every one of you who choose to tune in and spend, you know, 15 minutes with me every week. I appreciate y'all. I hope that the information that I am providing is useful, especially if you are an aspiring or a new entrepreneur. I hope I'm giving you food for thought and I'm giving you actionable items uh, that you can work on as you, you know, go through the process of actually creating and building your business. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode This week's episode is episode number 33, and it's called My Client Onboarding Process. So I wanted to talk to you all briefly about my client onboarding process because I now realize after, you know, taking client calls, um, you know, pretty much every day at this point, and and at this stage, I am still answering my own office phone. Um, I posted about that on Instagram today, actually. Um, but I'm still answering my own office phone. So I, you know, I'm having regular direct contact with potential clients. And I have noticed that uh, a decent number of potential clients seem to think that you can just sign up for an attorney by, you know, paying an invoice. And I'm not sure how other attorneys, you know, run their businesses, run their law practices. But I know that for me, I don't just send someone an invoice. I have a proper onboarding process. I mean, it's not overwhelming or anything like that, but it is a proper process. So the first part of the client onboarding process is the client intake form. And I use back office software that's popular with a lot of attorneys. Um, I use that system to create my client intake form. And it's really short. I mean, it, takes less than five minutes to fill out. It has, you know, basic contact information um, and asks a few questions, including, you know, have you ever hired an attorney before? If so, you know, or have you ever hired an attorney in the last five years specifically? If so, you know, what was the nature of the legal service that you hired them for? That kind of thing. But it's really short. And um, once you submit that, then I move on to the uh, second document in the client onboarding process. And by the way, all of these documents are, of course, electronic. I send them to you know clients, potential clients at this point, soon to be clients via email. So yes, after the short client intake form is filled out, I use some of the information from that form to actually create what's called the client engagement letter. 
And the client engagement letter is simply a recitation of what the client and I have agreed to in terms of legal services to be provided to the client. And the client engagement letter is specific to each client. And yes, I have certain templates that I use, but my client engagement letters are nuanced. And I include specific details that I discuss with the clients regarding the services that they're expecting me to provide uh, for payment. And, you know, I don't mean to make them song like, sound like this long dissertation. I mean, typically my client engagement letters are like one or two pages. Uh, my client engagement letters for people who sign up for the Atlanta Entrepreneurs Program, you know, one of the plans, any one of those three plans, those client engagement letters are a bit longer. I think they may be like three or four pages each, but nonetheless, it's just a document that recites what we agreed to and requires the client's signature and my signature at the end, electronic signature, of course. So once, you know, I send that client engagement letter to the client, I also prepare an electronic invoice. And I prepare an invoice using the same back office software, uh, popular software that a lot of attorneys use. And literally, I just put a brief description on the invoice of the services to be rendered. And I, you know, the invoice has my firm logo and my address. And, you know, it's, it's customized for my firm. And I literally just send it via email. And the invoice includes a secure link. When you click on the secure link, when the client clicks on the secure link, they get access to um, the actual invoice. So I should say the invoice comes in an email that says, you know, click on this link to see invoice and make payment. So I don't send the client invoice as a PDF. You have that option, but it's more secure to send the invoice in a secure link via email. So I do that. And they have the ability, as I said, to pay by credit or debit card. And something that you all should know, I don't know if I've ever discussed this, Something that you all should know about my firm, number one, I'm like 99% flat fee upfront. I rarely bill by the hour. I mean, occasionally I'll bill by the hour for con- for certain contract review services. Um, but for the most part, I am 99% flat fee. Um, and it's billed upfront, as I said. And also, I only take credit and debit cards as forms of payment. I do not take cash, nor do I take checks. Um, I don't take cash app. Yeah. So credit or debit card. So when the client receives the email with the link to the invoice and they open up and says, okay, you want to pay now click here. And they, they input their information on their end and you know, they make the payment. And so once this, this whole process is complete to that's the, the, the general onboarding process. Again, the, client intake form, then the client engagement letter, then the invoice. Once all three of those documents have been submitted and the money has been, you know, money has been paid, then I will send them some sort of welcome email. I have welcome emails that are customized depending on, you know, what the matter is. There are, there's a series of welcome emails I have for each of the plans in the Atlanta Entrepreneurs Program. Um, there are, you know, welcome emails. If someone is hiring me to draft a contract, there's a separate welcome email for that. It really just depends on the nature of the service. But yes, I I do send a welcome email just to go over once again, you know, what the service is and what they can expect from me going forward. Also, you know, 
in this day and age, I mean, people aren't meeting with attorneys for the most part in office, especially during the pandemic. You're, they're meeting with me online. You know, I may get on a Zoom call with them. And quite frankly, sometimes, you know, I am, I am obviously live on the Zoom call, call via video, but very often the client chooses not to be, you know, not to allow the, uh, the video option and, you know, is just there via phone, essentially, on the Zoom call. So um, they are basically in a position where they are dealing with a stranger. I say all that to say they're basically in a position where they're dealing with a stranger over the internet. And so to make my clients feel more comfortable, I send, you know, these welcome emails and just put them at ease. And I'm also very communicative. Like my clients, I am 100% sure that any of my past or present clients will tell you I follow up with them on a regular basis um, while they are working with me as as a client. I just don't leave anything to chance. I don't want people to be anxious unnecessarily. You know, I don't want people to think I'm running off with their money to Vegas. None of that. So uh, I'm really, really communicative and very responsive. Um, I certainly have boundaries. I mean, I'm not responding at like 11 o'clock at night generally or anything like that, but you know, I'm definitely focused on delivering great service to my clients. And part of, you know, delivering great service is having this simple but solid onboarding process. So that's basically what my onboarding process looks like today. I've been playing with the idea of or toying with the idea of doing a video, like a short video as a welcome instead of an email. I don't know, maybe I would do some combination of that in the future. Uh, both, you know, email and then have a video attachment or something like that. But that's basically the process. And uh, I thought I would share it with you all, especially as I am rapidly gaining new clients every week. And like I said, I've run into uh, more than a few clients who just seem to think that a lawyer sends you an invoice and that's it. Uh, And those are, of course, clients who I think have typically not worked with a lawyer before. Uh, And most people, quite frankly, have never worked with a lawyer. Um, So... um, you know, it is to be expected. So I just definitely wanted to share, share my process with you. And uh, yeah, there it is. So that's it for today's episode of the Atlanta Entrepreneurs Legal Podcast. If you have enjoyed what you've heard, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Amazon. 